Welcome back to Three Black Dogs with Dr. Tiffany, Dr. Karen, and Dr. Zanetta. So I was watching uh, Black AF. Okay. On the recommendation of Zanetta, which I thoroughly enjoyed and I think is absolutely hilarious. So thank you for the wreck. It's my new favorite show. And that's funny. I could not get past the first episode, but that's yeah, okay. Yeah, I have to like Curb Your Enthusiasm and Seinfeld. If you ever saw Curb Your Enthusiasm and you hated it, then you'll hate it. There's like no... So anyway, as I was watching the first episode, the first episode was all about how he presents himself, that he seems successful. At leisure. And and acceptable to white people, right? So a lot of the episode was about white gays and what you do as a black person to make yourself feel or seem acceptable to white people. And in him, it was like, you know, the fancy cars and the jewelry. And he talked about slavery and all that stuff. Okay, fine. So that's the backdrop. I super love uh, Black AF. So thank you. It's hilarious. I laughed my way through every episode. That's so funny. But you're going to make me watch the second episode. I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it another chance. You have to watch I think it's so funny how people don't, didn't know Rashida Jones was black. Can we just talk about this? Like, this is the other thing that like gets on my damn nerves. How every I mean, why do we have to analyze everything so much, right? Like, you got whole people talking about, well, Rashida Jones isn't black enough. Oh, come on. Quincy Jones. But you know what's interesting to me? This is Quincy Jones's daughter? Yeah. Yes. But see, a lot of people don't know that. But Tiffany. Rashida Jones is, is, her dad is Quincy Jones. Her mother is like a Swedish supermodel. So she's biracial. Eris. He's married to a biracial woman who's an anesthesiologist and they have six kids. So like, this is his like, his life. And people are like, oh, Rashida Jones isn't black enough. I'm like, first of all, he's married to a biracial woman. You know, I actually felt bad for her because she had to be so racially ambiguous in all of her other roles. Because Mm -hmm. honestly, this was the the most I've probably seen her in her natural state. Zanetta. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So you mean to tell me in the first episode, you didn't love the the, the scene where she went to lo- to dinner with the white liberal friend, the couple? Did I may I may have stopped watching it before the end. I might have I mean I gave it about 15 minutes. So if it was towards the end of that episode. But you know, I like I like I like her role on the show the best. So I don't know why they hate on her. But you have to watch the second okay. episode. So yeah. Tiffany, did you actually end up watching Beyonce's I have Black not. Is King? I started, How but I haven't made it through. Oh, you have not watched it twice. Come on. We no, we it's were great. To talk about that tonight. We were supposed to it's talk great. about Black is King. I love it so much. I love it so far. But you know, see my life. Yeah. My two kids and whatever. So um, but no, I started it. I like it. So far, so good. I don't see what the backlash once again. I mean, why must there be backlash about everything? I don't understand. So what I are people don't. upset about? <sighs> I don't even so, know. <laughs> so part of it is they're saying that so there was one guy who wrote this article that said you know, I love Beyonce. However, um, she's depicting blacks as they were all kings and queens. Oh, yes, and that's yes. not what that the reality is. And, you know, there was slavery in Africa and not everyone, you know, had the capacity to do X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, Can okay. people live? Lord. Right. And so, so the funny <laughs> thing is, is I didn't actually like it at first. I was like, what the heck? 
And then mm-hmm. I realized, oh, really? Oh, it's Lion King. I didn't, yes, I didn't understand. I didn't, yeah. I did it's not a, understand because I didn't read any of the stuff beforehand. What's oh. oh, well, I was going to say, I wish that within the first one or two songs, they told me that little boy was Simba. If they had told me that little boy, if he had just something like Simba, just something. It would have clued you in. Because the second time I watched it, oh, I was like, oh. But this makes all the sense in the world. Yes. Well, I didn't get until the first reference when, and I don't know, it's like, look at the stars. Or I don't know, it might have been that phrase. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, I said, now I get it. Because I didn't understand at first. So for me, Mm -hmm. but but I like that. I like kind of that surprise kind of element. I think it was beautiful. I think her clothing. I was like, man, Uh, why is she changing clothes so much? And Ashley was like, well, that's because she's showcasing black Mm -hmm. artists. I'm Mm -hmm. like, yeah. There you go. Use your yeah. platform, right? So no, I mean she she does a thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Actually, it was like the only thing of Beyonce's that Corey has watched with me. Hmm. Because he he thought it was artistic. He's not a big Beyonce person. Huh. Really? He yeah. didn't watch um Coachella. Yeah, oh my homecoming. That? Homecoming that was, was bomb. That was so good. He, he got bored. It was just oh, like, okay. Really? Wow. But see, I enjoyed it, but he's just like, okay. But this he thought was artistic. And, you it know, is. It just... Very much so. Mm-hmm. So what part did you get up to, Tiffany? I think I'm... She make it to the third song, two songs in. Oh, no. So you're not even... Yeah, it's no, an I'm hour not and a half long. Good. Yeah, okay, no, I'm so not we good, can't really talk yet. about it. We'll- but I did know it was about Lion King because after the live on Friday, was our live last week? After the live last week, we were like, oh, Beyonce released something. And I looked at it. I looked it up and they said it was like based on the Lion King. That's mm-hmm. all. Yeah. So funny. That's all. I even cut Darlene off. I was like, D, I got to go. You got know what? Got- Darlene seemed like she on top of her stuff. We're going to have to meet her one she day. She really is. Now, yeah. What we need to do is have her on. She needs to be a guest yeah. on our show. Because yeah. let me tell you, that yeah. woman, not only is she on top of herself, Ooh. but she thinks about things from a different perspective. I mean, she's just so introspective and she takes her time. She's very thoughtful about approach. But yeah, we got to pick a topic. And it may be around, you know, I I feel like one of the things that I, I really see happening now that all this racism stuff is happening is I do feel like Black people are becoming more supportive of each other. We've we've had that relationship amongst ourselves, but you know sometimes it can really devolve in some scenarios where people mm-hmm. are tearing down. And I feel like there's so much more support now mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. amongst people of color. You know, because we both, see how important you know, it is. Brown. Yes, yes, and it's been for me. It's been very refreshing, and I really love that. And I hope that that continues. And I really like even somebody was talking about the gangs, you know, um, and, you know, getting the gang members involved in, in, in the activities. Cause they're smart, right? The people who run They're, gangs, they're, they're entrepreneurs. Really, they're, they really are yes! they're entrepreneurs. They're amazing. Yeah. And they have all of this expertise and they know how to organize. They know how to do yeah. community organization. They know how to train. Yeah. They know how to motivate. Um, they do. And mm-hmm. it would be really, I think, um, awesome to really kind of keep perpetuating this thought of we are in this together and together we can uh-huh. really move right. and sh- make change and dynamics. And it's been interesting. I don't know. I just wonder if the space that we're in is going to see some real lasting, meaningful change change, or, or will not. it be like me too? Or if next year is going to be back to status quo, you know, 
I think a lot of that depends on the election. The election and also uh, us. Yes, right. We've got to yes, mobilize. Right. We have to. We need yes. to continue working together. We need to continue right. advocating yep. for ourselves. We need to continue the momentum. We need to continue, like working on entrepreneurship and having our own businesses. Yep. Mm -hmm. And we need to work on supporting each other. But my thing is, my support doesn't come easy, right? For any company, there has to be excellence, right? Right. And so it's, it's really incumbent upon us to say, how are we going to work our craft, whatever that craft might be. I don't care if you're a baker or if you are a finance advisor or if you're a clinician, the level of excellence is going to really help to dictate mm -hmm. the support. But mm -hmm. again, I think we're better at supporting people now. And I do hope that people who want to be better, who feel like they're good, can be humble enough to say, I want to be better and get the help they need because now's the time, right? Now's the time where we do want to have black entrepreneurs be successful, but sometimes it does require asking for help and that's okay. You know, that's okay to ask for help. I do sometimes fear that um, we're afraid to ask for help. And this is where our allies can be helpful. If they don't have somebody in your immediate sphere who has the expertise that you need, um, then allies can really be helpful with that, with providing some support. And that's where finding out who those individuals are can be helpful. But I do think sustainable change really is gonna depend on, on our, our response um, and whether or not we continue to make the demands that we need to at the institutions we're at. Mm -hmm. if, if we can speak with our dollars, that's the most powerful thing. Right, um, right. I know that there's been a lot of of stuff on social media, at least around companies that are have have shown that they are not quite as supportive of our community as they could be or should be. And mm -hmm. so, what are we going to do with that? Are we going to speak with our dollars or not? Mm -hmm. But I hear you, Tiff. Yeah, I mean, you know, we we've been having that discussion a lot here at home. <laughs> um, with Derek having done so many decades now of research in the business sector, you know, mm. and it's kind of like the same model in a way because they know so much about, you know, racism and its effects in the business world academically. But then it's like, how do you get what you know academically to? bubble down and into practical applications that will impact change, you know? And for me, that's always been my struggle in terms of disparities in healthcare too, right? So academically, we know it exists and we can talk about why, but like how there's always seemed to be to have been some sort of difficulty in getting what we know academically down to practical like you're saying, Karen, practical applications to really do something. It feels like, you know, now is the time that we might have some yes. breakthrough to move things. Yes. Yes. And it is about momentum and how to yes. leverage, how to leverage it up and how to. Re um, so you're all absolutely right. And this is where maybe this is a conversation for Darlene, because again, Darlene has been, she was a regional director of a private practice, a very large one, right? Um, and one of the things that has been fascinating as 
you know, I mentioned this group of writers, we were all kind of collaborating on this piece, going back and forth. Her mindset is she works in a very different space. She's like, now's the time. She's like, people are asking, oh, well, why don't you be on this diversity committee? I'm like, no, I'm not being on any dang other co- right. diversity committee. No I'm more pictures. No more pictures. Like, I don't yeah, want to be on your website. Yeah, not doing that. Yep. Right. So, but what she said is, here's where you can be effective. Demand a seat on the board. Right. I'm like, oh. right. Like, that's because you not have something to I would have necessarily done. Right. Right. Ask for that's more. Different. Ask for more. Okay, so everything has to go back to Netflix and what I watch on Netflix. So there is a show on Netflix. It's a documentary called The Black Godfather. And I told Tiffany about it, but you have to watch it. It's not The Black Jesus? I like The Black Jesus. That's funny, but go ahead. I have no idea what you're talking about, but I'll have to check it out. Such a good show. But it's called The Black Godfather. And it's this guy that I have never heard of. Oh, you did tell me about this. His name is Clarence Avant. He he has been involved in so many things. He's actually from North Carolina. And he is this nondescript kind of short guy who basically built the music industry, advises presidents, talked to Nelson Mandela. You never know his name. You, you, I have never heard this man, but then you see all these pictures of him. And one of the things he was saying is that you never ask for enough. And, um, you know, some of these musicians, they would come in and, you know, he would see their contracts and he was like, get out of here. You're not asking for enough. Like you ask for the most. And, and you just Mm -hmm. think that like, oh man, if I, if I ask for too much, you know, they might think this way about me. And and that's the way other people think. They're not trying to limit themselves. It's like you really can do more than. Um, yes. That we're led to believe. Then we're led to believe. That we're led to believe. That we're led to believe. I tell you, it's been very eye-opening being in leadership and with all the recruitment stuff and hearing what people ask for. I didn't know you can ask for a job for your spouse. Right. Like I'd have been, oh, yeah. I'd been like, oh, like what the heck. Right. But you might, you say, oh yeah, but trust me, there are other people who don't know that. Right. I didn't know that. I only know no, that because no. I'm married to, and he, oh, he gets that oh. question asked of him. Right. That's right. And, <laughs> yeah, and but you know what? Derek is on another that. level with it though. He, he, yeah, yeah he thinks yeah, about he stuff really different. Is. I that's, like, why I, that's why I need to make sure it reads my stuff right. at the end. I need to make <laughs> right. sure I get his idea, my, his eyeballs. Right. But here's the deal. We're going to work this thing because other people do it. But it's been fascinating to see what people ask for and what people will give them, right. but they value them. And so here's the challenge. I do think there's a different standard for us, though. Right. So part of it is, you know, we could, might be able to ask and they'd be like, well, no. Now I can insist. I could be like, well, then it's a no. It's a. It's not a. It's not going to work out. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that's going to work, or I don't know if it's going to be me being seen as the angry black woman. But I think that that's why you know even the three of us mm-hmm. encouraging each other, like Tiffany's community, it really is important. What I have a community? What? No, but no. I'm just saying how you're always talking about community. I mean, it's New Orleans, right? New Orleans is a community. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. And just having that support. People need support. Yeah. But y'all have to watch The Black Godfather if you do yes. nothing else. Okay. 
I'm going That's to on Netflix. You said it's on Netflix. You told me about it and it got sidetracked because this movie that I really have wanted to see when it was out in the theaters came out on Amazon prime. So when I What's had that? TV, t- TV time, I watched it. It's Which called uh, knives out. And it was really, oh. really good. It's like an Agatha Christie type no. murder. Who done it? I had to interrupt uh, Wakanda. Um, Black Panther was on. Oh yeah. Evening, so, oh my goodness, it's so good. Such a good movie. Um, and then what else was playing? Wait. But again, okay. it's it's knowing what we know. All right, intellectually. But make it getting that to bust through for change. Bust through who? Oh, for change. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no agree. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm I'm trying to turn over a new leaf. I'm trying to become a better person and wake up early Uh, on the weekends to get some stuff done for my company. Nope. And for my lifestyle medicine certification that's coming up. So. I'm trying to wake up early on the weekends oh. to work. <clears throat> what? <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? Mm-mm. What? See, they come up. Look at her face. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's fine. But I guess it's, if it's for you, then that's fine. But here's the challenge. I think this is one of the challenges with us folks. We tend to work too much, you know. You know, there's the joke about the Jamaicans where they work, you know, four or five jobs. You know, they're a paralegal, the legal aid, the legal aid society that, you know, they do all this stuff. Yeah. And a nurse's too. assistant. Right. And Uber driver. On the side. Like, okay, wait, you're the, <laughs> yeah, and an Uber driver. Nurse's assistant and an Uber driver and legal aid. So it's like right. part of what we have to learn how to do is rest. And rest is important um, because that's how we rejuvenate. And the challenge is, is that because of our stress, we oftentimes, even when we think we're resting, we don't have restful rest, Is that, if that makes sense. You know, yep. it's not a peaceful rest. Yes. And that's why our cortisol levels are off the chain. If you look, mm-hmm. you know, across the board, black folks, their cortisol levels are ridiculous because we're not able to rest in the same way. So while I do agree it's important to work on our own stuff, part of the question is, how do we do that but still maintain our ability to take care of ourselves physically? And I know you do that because you're exercising, but rest is important too. So mm-hmm. rock on if you get up early anyway, but if mm-hmm. you're feeling like you have to set your alarm clock to have to get up early, I'm not sure that's the best thing. I know it's hard because you have two little kids, so you're trying to figure yes. out the time to do it. Right. But, you know, the other issue is, you know, you know you've got this job that is mm-hmm. kind of in the way a little bit too. Is there a way to scale back on that? Mm-hmm. But isn't it, at least with this job, that? it seems like you seem more satisfied in it mm-hmm. and you do have a little bit more wiggle room. Yeah. So that's seems the, like that's, that's what's a big I'm step. If the wiggle room, if the yes. wiggle room mm-hmm. will allow you to do what you need to do for yourself yes. during the week versus having to do it on the weekend. That's yeah. Um, yes. Right. And this is definitely an ongoing thing. And the first step was leaving jobs that were taking all of my mental space. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, it's hard for everybody right now. You in a pandemic, the kids are home 24-7. You know, there's like a new civil movement afoot. And and again, feeling like this is your moment to really break through and make a Mm -hmm. change that you've been waiting for. You're leveraging momentum. 
right? And so it's just hard for everybody <laughs> right now. That's it. Yeah. What do you call it? A struggle bus? It's struggle bus. However, struggle bus? it's also when you're talking about <laughs> lifestyle and taking care of yourself, it's it it's about doing what you can do, you know? Right. Because I think when you when you strive to, to do it all, you're right, and to be perfect, perfect Polly, as uh, Janet Jackson said in Tyler Perry's "Why Did I Get Married?" <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that was part two. I don't know. When I Janet Jackson was in it. Didn't see it. Yeah. Every time I think about this, was oh her name was Patty, and she talks about how she's perfect, Patty. Anyway. That's not the goal. It's too much. Okay. I just I just want to make sure again, Miss Lifestyle, that part of that calculus is making sure that you are thoughtful about the um the ways you're expending energy. And I think part of my challenge with respect to that is making sure I'm doing things that I enjoy. Right? Yes. Yeah. Um, and so again, I, it's fine if, if you're enjoying the work that you're doing to get yourself set up, then that's, that's perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so that's good. All right. Free Black Dogs is not intended as medical advice. All opinions are our own. Free Black Dogs is produced by Wings Productions. Like what you hear? Make sure you rate and subscribe. Three Black Docs is available wherever you get your podcasts.